Welcome to the KLE Podcast with your host, Sean Smith. Encouraging and equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset to inspire, to influence, and to impact your culture where you are every single day. And now for today's episode. Uh, good morning. Welcome to the KLE Podcast. This is Sean and Steve. We are busy with our conversation and uh, we're talking about um, just doing things in the kingdom of God. So um, let's do stuff. But we, we're just talking about how some of this works. Um, again, I think because, Steve, you know, it comes back down to what you're just describing. It comes back down to the choreography of the spirit or the pneumaticos, the spirit. Right. The things right. of the spirit is that, that no one, no two gifts are the same, no two administrations are the same, and no two outworkings are the same. It's all varied, right. Paul says. And so, you know, is yeah, well, because each person is different. Well, exactly. And and how he how he uses you and how he uses me is is different as well. Right. Right. And, and that's where uh, what we started talking about. And you said, hold on, let's push the button. <laughs> so, sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, according to your faith. Yeah. <laughs> according to your faith, be it unto you. Or uh, because of your faith, you've been made whole. Or, um, you know, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. The hem of his garment didn't have anything to do with anything. It's just the fact that that's where her faith was. Yeah. 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 And. And it's, uh, uh, we were talking about Smith Wigglesworth, you know, he, he uh, punched a person in the stomach one time to deliver them from, from a stomach problem. Well, the person got completely healed. So he figured that from now on, he's going to punch people in the stomach that have stomach problems. Well, and it worked every time for him. Yeah. And I, as I thought about that, I thought, well, that's, that's because their faith, that's where their faith is. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Anything in the kingdom of God works by faith. That's and it's true. not by faith in, in you. It's, it's your connection where you believe God is. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't fault that in somebody. It's just that's their, that's their touch point. That's their, um, there's a friend of mine who used to believe that um, uh, anytime somebody was around him that needed healing, his hands would start burning. Well, that's that's the way it was in the very beginning. His hands would start burning and he'd look around and he'd go, okay, somebody's here that needs healing. And he'd just start healing the sick everywhere. I mean, all around him. Yeah. After a while, his hands didn't burn anymore. Yeah. The problem was, is he stopped, he stopped then uh, to some degree laying hands on the sick because he didn't feel his hands burning anymore. He right. didn't have that touch point. Um, but there's, there's times when the Lord just says, Hey, just because I told you go heal the sick, go heal the sick. You don't have to wait for a sign. You don't have to be on fire. You don't have to wait for your stomach to hurt, to know that somebody else's stomach. I mean, there's a bunch of different touch points we've used. And, um, it seems like the Lord has us grow in those things where we don't need that physical we don't need to see it, feel it, touch it, smell it, whatever, in order to, in order to have faith for that anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong in that, but it seems like there's a growth process in that 
to where we almost don't need that touch point anymore. It was like we did when we first started, but now you don't anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just, but that whole thing about according to your faith, be it unto you. He always still in the kingdom of God, everything operates by faith. I don't care what it is. So everything. So not by evidence, not by feeling. No, no, no. Yeah. No, it's by faith. Yeah. But the thing is what, what many times what the church wants to do is, is when they feel, you know, burning in their hands and, you know, or they have a neon light or they feel goosebumps. Oh, the Lord is here. You know, yeah. now we can pray for the sick. You know, uh, it, um, Paul says in second uh, Corinthians chapter five, he says, though we, we walk by faith and not by sight. And, uh, right. you know, back in, back in 19, uh, somewhere around back 1990, I think it was 90, 1990 or 91, um, I was like really seeking God. I was listening to all these revivalists, old revivalists, and because uh, I was driving in those days, um, selling on the road, and, and so I used to listen to hours and hours over and over again. These guys uh, talking, you know, um, uh, Robert Sleardon did a whole series called The Generals of Faith, I think it was called, and um, and it was like from Alexander Dowie to um, to you know, Smith Wigglesworth and just right across the board, everybody, Maria Woodsworth, Etta. And so I listened to that. And then I was reading the book called Signs and Wonders. And I got just really hungry for, for the things of God, you know. And that point in time, I needed that so desperately. And, and so I was praying, praying, and I was seeking God and, and just crying out to the Lord. And I was just so hungry for, for, for this, you know. I just said, Lord, I don't want to do ministry just for ministry's sake. I want, you know, it's, it's got to have impact. Right. That was my heart at right. that time. So one morning at about two o'clock in the morning, two, three o'clock in the morning, suddenly I woke up. It was like just I woke up and and I and I just knew the voice of God. I don't, you know, it's not like every day you have a hey, Sean, you know, but anyway, I just had this clear, audible voice saying, Do you want this? And I said, Yes, Lord. And he said, um, do you know, do you know what it is? And I said, No, Lord. He said, Are you prepared to pay the price for it? And I said, Yes, Lord. I should have said no, maybe, I don't know. But, <laughs> but I said, yes, so no. I was so I was so young and naive and full of enthusiasm. The Lord said, come to the lounge. And as I walked into the lounge, um, the presence of God was so strong. I just stood there shaking as the fire of God just hit me from the top of my head. And I stood shaking there for hours, just hours. And the Lord began to minister to me. And for two weeks, nearly two weeks, the Lord, every morning I would wake up and I would go to the, my, our lounge and I would just experience this fire of God all over me and just shaking and, and just God ministering to me, things of the spirit. And, and, and then one morning I woke up and I didn't sense anything. And I went to the lounge and the Lord wasn't there. And I began to cry. <laughs> oh, gosh, I repented. I walked up and down. I said, I'm so sorry, Lord. I rep- For about an hour, I was wailing and, and crying and begging God to come back. And I just like, oh, I just repent. I repent. And. And, and suddenly I heard the voice of, of the Spirit just inside my heart, just going, shut up. I'm trying to talk to you. And so I kept quiet and I, and I sat there and the, and the Lord said to me, I've called you to walk by faith and not by feelings. I will never meet with you like this again. 
because I yeah. have called you to walk by faith and not by feelings. I did this for a reason. And the reason was I got to, I don't know, he just was dealing with me. And, and it was a, right. a, a marked moment in my, in my life and my ministry. But I just, at that point in time, I surrendered. You know, you get saved and then you get surrendered. Um, you, know, right. when, you know, the first time it's like Jesus is your savior. The second time Jesus becomes your Lord. You know, it's just like, and um, I surrendered at that point in time. And it, it was something that was in my life that God did for me that was incredible. But yeah, it just really ministered to me. Just what you're saying is like, I've called you to walk by faith and not by sight. I, will, I never want you to minister by the evidence of what you see or feel or what people say again, ever. I want you to walk by my word. And, and that was my journey from that point onwards is walk by the word, you know. And, uh, and uh, but I think a lot of people get stuck in that is like, unless they're feeling the goosebumps or unless they are right. experiencing, you know, some kind of feeling or, you know, the presence of the Lord is here. Is there a cloud, you know, it's just, we, we forget that the cloud is in us. The Shekinah glory of God that was in the, in the Holy of Holies is now inside of us. Christ in us is the, is the hope of right. glory, you know? And so we don't have- Yeah, to and we still- we still look for the external. We still look for the, oh, he's over here or oh, he's over there or yeah. always in the lounge or in the bathroom or in the wherever. And he says, it's, it's in you already, you know, Christ exactly. in you, the hope right. of glory, not, not over here or over there or wherever it's yeah. he's, he's in you all the time. So you're bringing, you're bringing the presence of God. You're bringing that very spirit that raised Christ from the dead, you're bringing that with you wherever you go. Right. It's just that it takes us a while to learn that for some reason. Yeah. To get to the place of faith in that. Right. I, you know, that's, that's something that stood out to me when I read, when I re-looked at the gospels again, and I re-looked at Jesus' life and ministry in the gospels, is that Jesus never did the same thing twice. <laughs> Uh, no he, you know the one time matthew chapter 8 it says he spoke a word and they and they were healed and delivered so he was just walking right wherever i don't know how they were like filing up to be to be ministered to 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 uh, for him to minister to them but he said it with his word and then another time it says that um he anointed him and the disciples anointed them with oil you know and then another time as they were touching him and Another time he walked in, healed one person. Then he was spitting on some guy, and then he made mud with his spit in another time. And it's just like every time was unique. And I think that was important right. because there's no ABC formula to this, you know. I, right. And we're trying, we're still formulized. We try to we try to figure there's a formula to get it to work every time. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So we try to copy somebody who who had success in, in, in one area and we're trying to replicate that over and over again. If it, if it becomes revelation, you see Smith Wigglesworth was actually deathly ill. He was deathly ill with right. a And a young guy who, who, who had got saved and was just like radical um, came to visit him with, a, with another um, uh, guy from the mission that they served him. And uh, the guy jumped onto his bed while he was laying there, <laughs> deathly sick, and hit him right where the 
the, uh, the his um, uh, appendix, append well, he didn't know it was appendix, because those were back back in the old days, you know, he didn't know right. that the guy, he was just struggling with pain and fever, and the doctor said he thinks he's dying, so uh, he came to see Smith Wigglesworth, and they uh, said to his wife, you better prepare him for, you know, prepare yourself for death, you know, because, so this guy jumps onto the bed, whacks him in the stomach, um, he gets healed, he has something to eat, like within within hours, uh, the doctor comes back and he says, "I've had enough of doctors." He climb, he goes out the back way. The doctor comes in the front way and says to his wife, "Where is he?" And she goes, "No, he's gone to do plumbing, you know, because he was a plumber." And <laughs> and the doctor says, "He's gonna die! He's gonna die! He's gonna die!" I mean, he was totally healed. Now that must have had such an impact on his life. Um, oh yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? He was delivered right there, say, you know, delivered and, and saved. I'm not saved and healed. It must have had from death, death's door, must have had such an impact that, you know, he just then got a revelation of doing the same thing over and over again. Right, right. And, that, and I wonder if that's why um, Paul says this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. He didn't say just the bad stuff. No. You know, forgetting well, those things which are behind, I press yeah. forward to yeah. the prize of the mark, the high calling in Christ Jesus. So it's not so much of just forget, because if you're a son of God, you're led by the spirit of God. You're not led by what you know to do already or anything else. I mean, yeah, we may know certain things on how to do it or whatever, but can't we trust, like you said, faith? Can't we trust the spirit of the Lord to move and let us know what to do right now for this person? What right. does this person need? What does this instant? Well, it seems um, Steve has got a little bit frozen there. The internet is not so good. <laughs> How's it doing? How's it doing now? Am I back? You're back, yeah. Just you froze there for about half a minute. Yeah. The, um, you know, he who ministereth you the spirit. We're not ministering a, just a technique or a formula or a yes. word or a message. We're ministering a person, the spirit. Right. right. So if you think about ministering the spirit, we've got to find out what he's doing to operate by his, and the word there ministereth is the word epicorigale, which is finding out or watching over the choreography of right. the spirit. So we're watching his, and I know you know that, but uh, you know, as far as watching what his dance is right then yeah. and ministering him and his dance and what he's dancing so that everybody can cooperate with that. Right. And that's right. the tough part is, we just figure we're going to line them all up and knock them all down, yeah. you know, again. Yeah. And what if he's not doing it that way? Yeah. Yeah. This week, the Lord may upset our program. You know, what if he's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've programmed yeah, our bulletin this. says to do it. Yeah. No, but, but our bulletin says this way. Yes. But, that, but we're going to do it. Yeah. But yeah. And, and, and we announced last week that we're going to do it this way this week. So 
Bless God, the Holy Spirit cannot That's come right. in and mess this up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you, you know what, what really... Well, that's what, you know, you and I, you and I do this. Every... Yeah, carry on. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, said, I said the thing, that, the thing that, that really began to change my thinking on this was Jesus went into the, into the pool of Bethesda. What, and there's everybody laying, waiting to be healed by the stirring of the water from the angel. And um, right. there's one guy there, lame in his legs for 38 years or whatever it was. And, says, and the Lord says, Jesus goes to him and says, you know, do you want to be healed? And he says, I'm trying to get to the pool, but I can't get there in time. You know? So Jesus said, take up your bed and leave. That was it. Didn't lay hands yeah. on him. Didn't rebuke the, you know, anything. He just spoke to him, turned around and walked away. The guy picks up his mat, walks out. But now most charismatic Pentecostals at that point in time would say, let's heal the sick, man. The Lord is here. Glory to God. Where's the music? Pray. Line them up and let's pray for them. Pull them out their mats or whatever, you know. But Jesus walked in, healed one person, walked out again with all the sick around him. And I thought, you know, that, changed my whole theology changed it's just like we've got to learn to be led by what the spirit of god is revealing from the lord not from himself right. even we've got to you know and they're varied gifts same same spirit varied uh, varied administrations or ministries same lord varied outcomes same god who works all things in all and so we've got to learn to work with, with what the Spirit right. of God is showing us at that point in time. Can you see me okay? I can see you. I just wondered because I have a camo hat on. I just, you know, wondered if you could see me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't see the top of your head. It's definitely difficult to see. <laughs> Uh, you're so funny but i guess that's the thing that's the thing that got me even from the time i was a younger man um i knew that there were certain things that the lord operated with me on it's like a lot of guys believe that they're a teacher so what are they going to do everywhere where they go they're going to teach right. if i believed i'm a prophet what am i going to do everywhere i go well, I'm, I'm gonna prophesy. Yeah, regardless of what the spirit of the Lord is doing. Yeah. Because I believe that there's certain things that I'm doing or that I'm supposed to do, I'm gonna operate that way. Yeah. yeah. And that's where not to go, not to go anymore by our gift or by our anointing or by our whatever, by whatever it is we think, but really be moved by that very breath of the spirit of the Lord. In him we live and move and have our being not in our gift not in our anointing not in our whatever it is that we want to call it it's in him we live and move and have our being so find out what that breath of god is and then move with that breath and like i was starting to say here a minute ago we do that every week because what happens is this is for everybody else who's listening in right now. We'll say, Ooh, you know what? We really should probably deep dive into that. Maybe next week. We'll we'll go ahead and we'll discuss that further. You know, we don't remember diddle about what we said last week. 
and we start talking about something and say, hey, 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 let's push the record button. <laughs> so it's not, it's, it's not about, this is not a teaching seminar. This is not, not this is you and I seeing life together. This is what we talk about together. This is how we build one another up. This is how it's, this is how I build myself up just to, just to hear yourself explain some of these sometimes. And then you bounce back off of it brings more clarity because I can see it now. Uh, Cause sometimes if I say something, I go, Oh, oh boy, <laughs> I can't believe I just said that, you know, maybe I better rethink that for next time, you know, but uh, which is most of the time I do that, but um, you know, to hear, to hear it hit back over the net at me and it, and it's the same ball, but you hit it back in a different way. And I go, Oh yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And right. then I can hit it back in a different way and it begins to, it's almost like it becomes a, um, as I hit it, you hit it and then you hit it and I hit it and it, and it's something begin to see a clearer picture of as the time goes on. Yeah. And it's a very, it's very valuable for me. I guess that's why it says iron sharpens iron right. because it's a, it's that ability to strike one another or not, not hit each other, you know, but, um, you know, being able to, Inspire. I heard the other day about, yeah, I heard the other day about striking a happy medium and I got, a, I thought, Oh, I got to go out and, and, uh, just find the next, uh, palm reader I see and, and smack them really good, you know? So, uh, you know, that's, that? that's the way I think. Yeah. I got to strike a happy medium <laughs> and she was smiling too. She was very happy and I hit her. I just hit her. <laughs> but see this whole thing about faith i guess that's where it comes down to a lot of times there's a point of faith i have more faith in doing this right now than i do doing just about anything else yeah because I know that the Lord is doing this with us. So I have faith toward that. That's absolutely I can speak and I know that things are going to come out. I know that he's going to be working in the hearts and lives, not just of us, but of other people that might be listening in. Yeah. And I go, okay, I've got faith toward that. I don't, I don't have to think about it. We don't have to plan about it beforehand. Um, you know, we just know that the Lord's going to be there when we come together. Cause that's just the way he works. Exactly. Right. So, so we don't uh, no, 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 not at all. Conjuring. I mean, that's, if you got to sit there and stir the pot, that means that you must be trying to, it, it must be witchcraft somehow. Cause you're trying to conjure up God to make him work according to your time frame, according to the way you think he should work, uh, whatever else. Uh, it just, and um, he may have done that when you were younger in the Lord. Got a bit of freezing going on this morning on our technology. Um, 
we'll just wait for Steve to come back and we can pick up there again. <clears throat> yeah, you know, the, the uh, Are you back, Sea Biscuit? Oh, there are. You back? Nearly. There we are. I can hear you now. Yeah, I can hear you now. All right, now I can see you too. Okay, so <laughs> um, where were we? Well, yes. well he's, he's taking us from faith to faith, from strength to strength, from glory to glory, he's not going to leave us the same every single day to operate by that same thing. Yeah. He, we're, we're on a growth process, not, he hasn't just taken us to that level and then we're going to camp out there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, now, yeah, it, should we build a tent? One for you and one for me. Should we build a tent here? No, yeah. no. Let's just camp up here on the mountain. No, it's fun to go. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. exactly right. Exactly right. And that's the thing is, you know, the dimensions move on. That doesn't mean, you know, laying hands on the sick, um, anointing with oil. Those are all important things. But the important thing is, is Paul says, now concerning spiritual things or spirituals, I do not want you to be ignorant. And um, right. in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, he says, um, eagerly desire it's nearly like a the, the word is so intense it's like lust i want you to lust for for the spirituals and i think the church we've we've, we've tried to reduce everything to teaching people a methodology a technicality a formula we even run you know spiritual gift seminars i've never ever heard of anybody doing a pneumatic cost seminar um you know how how to how to learn to interpret and apply the spirit realm, the, the realm of God, the, the Holy Spirit. You know, I mean, there's been Holy Spirit seminars, but they always come down to what is the formula. Um, you know, and and I think there's there's a place where we could rather just have a have a place of le learning or understanding or becoming sensitive to the to what are spiritual things. And I think, you know, that's the thing is spiritual things are, are not like um, A, B, C, D, E, F, C. <laughs> it's as the wind blows, you know, you, you don't know where it comes from. You don't know where it's going. Right. You just, you've just got to flow with that. Let's talk about this. Now, there are these so-called ministry gifts that spray doom on people to get them delivered. And... Um, okay, uh, in some cases, spray like, what do um, like, uh, like, uh, insect killer, doom is an insect killer, so what, yeah, so it's like raid, like raid here, huh? Yes, like raid in America, yeah, they spray it on people and say, so people are going to come to the front and they spray them and they say it's casting out devils, and um, um, and I mean, things like, uh, People have had to eat their underwear. Um, they've had to have, what? <laughs> yeah, to to become to fall pregnant. We um, and various other things. How do you know? Do 
Do these things fall within the scope of spirituals? I mean, I know the answer, but I'm just asking you. <laughs> what, what you, know, is... you, you know me. You know me enough by now to know. <laughs> Those don't fall in the realm of spirituals. I mean, oh, my land. <laughs> these, things, these things go on, I'm telling you. They go on. <clears throat> yeah. But you know, you know what it is, is like that. That's... I'm, the, I'm the type of guy that believes that debriefing is you take off your underwear, I take off mine and we switch, yeah. you know, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's like, uh, I mean, there's there's uh, there's things going on in ministry that is so scary. It just it, I mean, it, some of it I don't even want to mention on air because it is so diabolical. And so easy. yeah. Well, I've heard of taking hot communion to burn the demons out. You you heat up the grape juice or the wine, and you and you have toast instead of just a little cracker. And, and uh, you know you, yeah, yeah. And it's hot. I mean, it's hot stuff. So you know that somehow or other has more power or something. Uh, or like the tunnel, the fire tunnels. Well, this. Let's have a fire tunnel on all the demonic stuff and, and have the fire of God fall. So everybody gathers around and you make this tunnel, you know, with your hands uh, and people go through the middle of it, you know, and, and, you know, they get hit by the fire of God, supposedly. But you wonder how much of that stuff, because Satan says, I'm going to be just like the most high. Yeah. You wonder how much of that stuff Satan gets in on. And, uh, replicates something just to get you off track so bad that now you think that that's something you got to do all the time yeah and it doesn't bring the presence of god in fact it brings kind of an eerie yuck feeling yeah and you think it's god yeah you know i just i don't know there's there's so much stuff uh i think i told you before about that uh, i was watching this documentary on this cult that was up in the mountains of Sedona, Arizona. And they, uh, um, anyway, long story short, they, they had one of their meetings and they, the women started dancing up in the front. And I thought, Oh my land, I have seen that exact same movement, that exact same dance and had that same feeling, you know, inside, like, Oh, boy. Boy, and I thought I've seen that so much as where this, these people would get up there and they would dance this same type of thing. And it's not necessarily that the dance itself was bad; it was the spirit behind it. We do not discern the spirit properly. That's right. That's what we're not doing. It says there is discerning of spirits. We are supposed to discern. It's not a spirit. It's not discernment. It's not a gift of discernment. There is no such thing. It yeah. talks about discerning of spirits. That's fine. So you're supposed to discern what spirit that thing is of. It yeah. says, let, let them prophesy one or two and that by course, and let the other one stand by and judge for crying out loud. I mean, even in, even in prophecy, you, there's supposed to be, it's supposed to be able to judge what spirit that came from and not be intimidated by it. Just go, no. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I did it wrong. I mean, I, yeah, I prophesied out of myself at that point. 
Yeah. You know, I continue, I may have started in the spirit, but I finished in the flesh. So yeah. how, least, how else are we going to learn if, huh? At least be honest about it. <laughs> well, yeah. How else are we going to learn? Yeah. No, but that's it. I mean, it's, I think that's the, the problem is, is one is we waiting for perfection before we do anything. So we don't make any mistakes just in case. I mean, I had one guy right. ask me, you know, it's like, how do I know it's of the spirit and whether it's of the soul? And I said, you know, the, the problem is you, you can spend so much time trying to, the only thing that can, can separate soul from spirit is the word of God. The so word the of God. thing about it yeah. is, is stay with the foundation of the word. And if you stay with the foundation of the word, you won't go wrong. As, I, as I've mentioned before, you know, is that if you read through, um, like signs and wonders and all the healing evangelists and that. Um, and this is not by any means to glorify any man, but um, Kenneth Hagen Sr., his other guys had pages and pages of things they accomplished. Kenneth Hagen was like a half a page on, in the book. And it just says of, of him, he said, he said this, he said, I'm not led by gifts. I'm led by the spirit of God. And I will base everything I do on the word of God. That's it, first and foremost. And he said, when nothing's happening, I go to the word. When something's happening, I go to the word. I always go to the word. And he said, and I will outlast all the other evangelists because when the gift disappears, they disappear. And that's exactly what happened. Right. All the guys fell, you know, as soon as the gift wasn't working anymore, they disappeared. And, and yet he went on ministering until he was, you know, in the late 80s. Um, because he right. based, and that was an example to me. See, that's the kind of thing I say, all right, you know, I'm not trying to copy him, but those are one of the characteristics of, of a man of faith who ministered for 70 odd years um, that proved, proved himself, you know, as far as his own walk and his own faith walk was concerned. So, uh, you know, just to encourage you, stay with the word of God when everything else, you know, when nothing else is looking like anything, stay with the word because the word works. The word always works. So do what the word says. Don't try and do your gifting. Don't try and do your function. You know, don't try do what the word says. And the problem with We're some of these, sorry. We're having a really rough time with the internet. Yeah, it's like really bad today. So I don't think we should uh, go on too long, but um uh, yeah, I, and I think, Steve, you know, coming back to, to what my, my original question, I think, you know, these guys get off the word when it comes to that. They, they, yeah. are, they start getting into weird stuff, and, um, and unfortunately, people blindly follow them, or otherwise they manipulate them. It's witchcraft, you know, who has bewitched you, you know, who's charmed you, who's blinded you that you cannot see the truth anymore, and these you know, guys can stand up and, and they're really good at it. They can, they can get into your brain, man, and, and manipulate how you see things and, and tell you it's actually happening, you know. So, um, well, and tell you it's God and make you believe it's God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, just because something works sometimes doesn't mean, you know, it's like that God is endorsing your, your, you know, what you're doing. It just, God will always honor his word. He will always honor his name. Yeah, but it doesn't mean he's endorsing you and the way you're doing things necessarily. Right. You know, yeah. So we, we've got to be careful. That, of those. What's it say about the lion signs and wonders? 
About the what? The come line, oh, a line yeah. sign and yeah. Well, in the time of the Antichrist, they will you'll come doing or not just him, but I think in that spirit, they will be like deceiving um, signs and wonders. That's in Thessalonians somewhere. Yeah, and that's the thing is that is that the whole purpose of it is to draw you away from God. I mean, to draw you away from exactly. him and his purpose. And whether that means, and at that point, it's pointing to a man, that yes. this man is now uh, has the authority. This man now has, uh, should be exalted. This man, you know, the beast himself should be exalted or, or uh, held up in a high place. Uh, or this man should have, because of his anointing now should be held in high esteem. No, it should point, everything should point to Christ. Right. So if it's not pointing to Christ, there is, it is a line, sign, and wonder. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Because it's the, the spirit and the word work together. They always agree. Exactly. Right. But uh, I can also, it says that, um, uh, behold, I give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Uh, the first word power, of course, you know, is authority, exousia. So I have the authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the dunamis, all the miraculous ability of the enemy. The, the enemy does have miraculous ability. Yeah. He does have the ability to do certain things. And uh, it's just a matter of, of um, well, once again, going back to that discerning of spirits to be able to discern what is the spirit of the Lord and what's not. Yeah. Exactly. And it says, even in the last days, it's going to get worse and wax worse and worse to where the delusion will be so great that to even deceive the elect, if that were possible. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how some people are going to get by if they're so deceived so quickly now, how they're going to, how they're going to see what's the spirit of the Lord and what's not when the great deception happens. <laughs> exactly. So, um, but, you know, pre, pre then I, I, that's where, you know, everything that will be shaken can be shaken, will be shaken. Hebrews says in the book of Hebrews, it says, ah. it's like everything, you know, so that, um, and Elvis, that, Elvis said that after that, <laughs> There's a whole lot of shaking going on. There's a whole lot of shaking going on, yeah. So, um, because there's only one thing that's going to stand firm, and that's the kingdom. You know, the kingdom yeah, is the that's rock true. that will not be shaken. And so, right. you know, we've got to come in the authority. If we come in our own authority, it will be shaken. And unfortunately, all the deception, all this false stuff, it will be, it will be shaken to its very core until all... The little bad fruities fall out the, the, the tree, you know, and and um, and only authentic stuff is there. All of you know, false fruit you can check it off a tree, man. But you know, um, but the true fruit, you know, you'll come and you'll enjoy that fruit, uh, you know. And people will know what's true and what's not when they start being able to discern what's true and what's false. They they will come and find um, what is the true and live. Because that's what ha that's what happens when you find the the, the authentic um, of God. You know, many will say to me in that day, "Did we not cast out devils? Did we not do miracles? Did that's we right. not prophesy in your name?" And he said, "I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity, you workers of lawlessness." Uh, so right. 
that's the thing that bothers me right now is that even in the um even what we see going on in the world right now it's like you can tell people what the truth is or you can hear the truth even out of a person's mouth and yet the other it's like there's a there's a division right now that there's people that will hear it and still not believe the truth. They still, they still will not give themselves to the truth at all. They, they believe the lie or they believe, I don't know what they're, you know, what they're trying to do, but it's like, it's like they'll believe the lie over what the spirit of truth is. And I don't understand, I don't understand that. I, I can't quite wrap my mind around that. How, how you can be so deluded that you believe that. Um, but once again, it goes back to that thing of faith. That's what their faith is in. Yeah, exactly. Their faith is in that system or that whatever, uh, yeah. that man or that person or that, that whole whatever's going on, their faith is in that. That's right. And, you know, let it be unto you according to your faith. And yeah. Christ said that a bunch of times you know, according to your faith, be it unto you, according to your faith, be that you are made whole according to your faith. And you just go, man, this is, this operates everything in our world is yeah. the faith that we have towards something. That's so, um, I guess we need to watch out for what we put our faith in at this point. Yeah. And the thing about it is, you know, one day I was sitting in a seminar and um, the, the guy was talking was, and he spent so much time talking about the false gifts and the false this and the false. And right, right, but, right. You know, and and yes, there is. I mean, like I mentioned, there's, there's things people are doing that is crazy or they taking what they, you know, what the true gifts are and they're trying to manipulate it into whatever right. they want it to be. Uh, many times it's because of their own ambition, because they want to be so unique that they stand out in their marketing um, and want to be known to be the person that is the, you know, whatever, the teacher, the apostle, the healer, right. whatever the story is. Um, and it's all ambition. It's all flesh. It's all the wrong stuff. Yeah, it's all but, your ministry as opposed yeah. to, it's validating your ministry as it's opposed to validating, validating Christ. Yourself. Yeah, yeah. Right. But on the on the on the other hand, you know, where there is false, there is the authentic, and the the real, right. the true, and and so there is true. The, you know, the manifestations of the spirit are real. Uh, the 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 gift the the gifting of God for apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher are real for equipping the saints. That's, the charisma gifts, that's right. you know, they are real. And, and so the thing about it is, is but that's what, I, you know, what we're trying to point you and direct you to, if I can address people further than us to, is that, you know, what we're directing you to is go to the Spirit of God. Go to the Word of God, go to the Spirit of God, and re represent and reflect Him, not you, not your ministry, not your gift. Repre represent and reflect right, right. who He is. This and, right. and you know, be sensitive to what the spirit of God is doing, not not what you want to accomplish. You know, He wants right. He will accomplish things, and and you just got to obey. You know, that's it. Yeah, Romans twelve talks about the charismas or the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and and with those gifts, it says 
let you you should do it according to the portion of faith that you have that's right so if you're going to teach teach according to the portion of faith that you've got yeah. if you're going to do helps or whatever else do it according to the proportion of faith that you operate in it it, it all operates in faith and uh, even even the false even the whatever it all operates in faith doesn't matter what it is but the other one the one that is true is faith toward god it's faith toward his spirit his life his honor his glory his majesty and to be able to give i guess that's why you and i talk about it so much as far as the choreography to see what he's doing and move with that takes it out of the realm of me and my ministry it does it does it takes it totally away from here you have to do that right you cannot, right. you cannot do that by your works. You cannot do that by a formula. You know, um, I tried the formulas, man. Doesn't no, <laughs> no, and that's why it's tough to teach somebody about choreography, yeah. because then you try to operate by some sort of a formula. Yeah, yeah. And the the choreography isn't done by formula. It's going by the spirit of God. What is He doing right now? How is He doing it? What's He saying? How is he operating and just flowing with that and then helping everybody else around flow with that same, with that self same spirit. That's right. So, but it's different than trying to, there is no, like you said, there is no formula that you can do it by no. plain and simple. You've got, you've got to learn. Yeah. You, you, you've, you've got to, you know, I'm just thinking now of Ephesians chapter one that talks about, um, Paul, Paul prays and he says, I, you know, that you may be filled with the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. Mm. And, and that's right. really what it is, is, you know, we, we, uh, we've uh, got to really be embracing the eyes of your understanding, being enlightened. That what he, that's what he says, right. you know, that you may know. And, uh, and so, you know, we've got to have not the eyes of our head, or the, but the eyes of our heart, the eyes of our of our spirit man, the eyes of our understanding, that, that spiritual dimension of us that we may know, it needs to be enlightened. It needs yeah. to be filled with the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, not the knowledge of the gift, not the In, knowledge of the yeah. ministry, but the knowledge right. of him. And the more we, the, that's the thing is, the more we, we choose to reflect who he is, the more we begin to get filled with the knowledge of, the, of his will in all wisdom and understanding. And, uh, yeah. and, you know, you begin to understand what it is to see his kingdom come and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know, as we begin to bring that influence of the spirit of God into where we are and not because we, and that's the, the problem is, is that we, so we've seen so much religion. We still resort to religion to, to, to right. do it, you know, rather than by faith. That's the thing is by grace through faith by grace through faith right 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 and it's always it's always by grace through faith it doesn't matter what it is but always. grace through faith yeah so uh to to be able to find the flow to be able to find the dance to be able to find the um it's it cannot be done by well this is what he did last week so therefore and i know we've talked about this before but it's like if i can use the example um I will sit down on a Tuesday evening. We'll be going through all the things that we're going to be 
playing and rehearsing, rehearsing all the songs for Sunday morning. Okay. As the tribe of Judah or as the music team, whatever, we're going to go through Tuesday night. We're going to figure out what we're going to play for Sunday morning. Invariably will hit a, will hit a stride to where you begin to play and you begin to sing. And, and it just, I mean, you begin to worship the Lord and you, and it just flows. And then you say, Oh yeah, that's great. And you write down all those songs. Well, you try to do it again Sunday morning and replicate that it doesn't work. And you wonder why, because it's called the sacrifice of praise. You've already sacrificed that sacrifice. Yeah. Well, imagine, imagine if you, you went to an assembly meeting and you just got up and said, I don't believe we should have music today. <laughs> yeah. You know, all, all the worship teams sit down. Um, you know, we're not going to have worship today. Or, or what about that? All the televisions are on, everything's working. And as you go, you know what? The Lord has told me not to say anything today. So we're just going to sit here. <laughs> Let's turn our seats around and talk to one another. <laughs> not going to work. But you see, we've yeah. become so formalized is that we've got to have right, right. an hour of worship, you know, three songs and a poem. And, and you know, we've got to have, then we've got to have a, a preaching on, on the offering because that's, if, you know, Jesus spoke about, or Paul spoke right. about, or somebody spoke about offering sometime. So we've got to preach on it every week. And then, you know, and then we've got to have breaking the bread without, you know, and then we've got to have teaching for, for an hour, depends on who's teaching you know, 45 minutes, half an hour, whatever it is, you've got to have teaching, preaching, and then you've got to have everybody coming to the altar and having hands laid on them, you know, because otherwise you don't care for the flock, you know, and just, and we do that week after week after week. I, I, I don't know, Steve, I just got to the place at some point way back then. I mean, we're talking now, not a few years ago, but I just got, I just don't want to do this anymore. I just don't want to do this right. same old, it's right. like I'm trying to do a job. It's so maintained. I'm bored. I'm, I'm just bored, you know? So right. I, I got, <laughs> so we had a dinner one night and we had, we called it the, we had a hobo dinner, you know, and everybody got together for a hobo dinner. And I sat there and I said, this is boring. I am so bored out of my head. You know, I just, I can't stand it. So my, my mom still, she organized everything. We had newspaper on the tables. We were all dressed like, you know, in hobo outfits. But there was like uh, half loaves of bread and, and a dish of butter and, and plastic knives and forks on the. So I started taking pieces of bread, <laughs> wrapped them in butter, put them on a knife, and, and I would flick people. <laughs> and so the next thing, everybody was flicking. <laughs> butter in each other it was flying all over the place we became the talk of the town it just became <laughs> but you know i and i afterwards like all the leaders said to me you know you know what did we sort of break so well i started it <laughs> so i just because sometimes we've got to do things that breaks this religious thing we just do it over and over and over and over and over and over again and we're hoping to get different results hoping god shows up somehow on a sunday morning in our normal course of events and just breaks everything he's not going to do it if you're not listening to him if you you know it's just i uh, yeah i don't know that's just <laughs> that was my view on it it's just like i could i couldn't do this i can't do this like this over and over and over again you know yeah i remember as a young man 
uh, he began to work with me on this whole choreography thing. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how it was supposed to work. I didn't even have the doctrine of it. I didn't, I didn't understand choreography, hmm. but I knew, um, cause I, <laughs> when it first started out, you know, I didn't trust anybody else to do the praise and worship. I did the praise and worship and I took the offering and I did, you know, I did everything. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I remember standing up there and starting to do praise and worship and, and all of a sudden it was like uh, something else was going on and the, and the spirit of the Lord was doing this. And so I remember cooperating with that. And then this other thing would happen and, and it was all, fitting and and so we would you know people were getting healed and delivered and whatever else and then after that was done uh i remember speaking then to that or teaching on it wasn't really a teaching but it was speaking to what had just happened mm -hmm. it was explaining it it was explaining how it happened and why and what the scriptures were pertaining to it and all of a sudden, somebody broke out in song at the end of that. Mm -hmm. And then we had our music. Then we had, and people were rejoicing and singing. And I'm going, man, this was refreshing. You know, we didn't, we didn't start off with prayer and then start off with the singing and take the offering. And then, you know, we didn't have our normal routine. We, we were moving by the spirit we were moving to a dance that somebody else had orchestrated and it was beautiful. And that was my first understanding of it before I even knew that scripture, but it was, it was exciting to then begin to watch, to see what, and I began to expect it. I began to expect him to move and to just follow it. If, if he was not, if, he, if I didn't see him moving, I'd revert back to my normal, whatever, you know, and start playing some songs and whatever. But uh, most of the time, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's funny how he moves us, teaches us these things. And then, you know, years later, I began to understand about the choreography. I mean, it was, it was years later that I got even the scripture. So anyway it was just it was interesting how how he's taken us and and led us down this path and said i don't remember not the former things nor even consider the things of old that's even yesterday yeah behold i do a new thing saith the lord yeah. and now it shall spring forth and i'm just going it's now it shall spring forth it's not it's not he's doing new thing in this era is doing a new thing I'm supposed to watch for that new thing i'm i'm a son of god i'm led by the spirit of god i'm going to be moved by that by whatever new thing he's doing that's new and fresh every morning his right. mercies are new and fresh every morning i'm just watching for the new and fresh exactly exactly so yeah so you know that scripture one corinthians anyway 1 Corinthians 12, 1 brothers, I do not, now concerning spirituals, I do not want you to. Right. And, and, you know, I keep, that thing just reverberates in my spirit. And, you know, right. subconscious constantly is that 
And then he goes on to explain all about the gifts. We go to the gifts first and we think we're going to work the spirit. You know, it's just, we've got to go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 1 Corinthians chapter um, 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 14. And I mean, that's, that just expresses it. The whole word of God speaks about spirituals. It's speaking about principles of truth of, of the spirit right. and doing it by faith. That's it, you know, so... We've right. got to go back to meditating on those things and getting back to immersing ourselves in the Word of God, uh, spending time getting to know Him that we represent. How are you going to represent Him if you don't know Him? Yeah, you know, yeah, knowing Him. It's yeah. that's important. You you can't, you know, if you know yourself better than you know Him, you're going to represent yourself. You know, so uh, know Him and represent Him in and reflect Him in what you're doing. Because that's what Jesus did. Jesus reflected the Father, represented the Father in everything that he did. So we've got to get yeah. back to that place again. Are you? Oh, there you are. Yeah, yeah, are we jumping in and out? Well, I think that's... we. You, you froze a minute. Yeah, you're freezing too. <laughs> We're the frozen chosen this morning. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I think we better pop off um, because our technology is not doing too good, Steve. So um, uh, we'll catch up again. Um, if not, if not through the week, I'll see you through the window. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being with us again, Steve, and uh, um, thanks well, for thank you. Thanks for joining us, and if uh, we apologize for the. Uh, unfortunate internet tech technical issues um but thank you for sticking with us if you stayed right through um pray this will um inspire you and uh, influence you and impact your life um because that's what it's about influence inspiration influence and impact so from our friday conversation uh, let us know hey go to the kla kle page um on facebook and um the video gets popped up there all the time. It also goes into the podcast, KLE podcast, um, available on numerous platforms. And um, But go to the KLE page and, and uh, give us a comment below. Think, tell us what you, you know, anything that's like standing out to you, one thing that stands out to you or something that you're, you're getting out of these conversations with us. Because uh, regardless of who listens, we do it anyway. <laughs> so, so we we enjoy ourselves spending time just speaking to each other and sharing and and uh, so we would do this anyway every week, whether you join us or not. But we thankful that you do. So um, please pop over, let us know. You know, any questions, pop them in the comment section. It'll be great to hear from you. All right. So until next time, this is Sean and Steve saying God bless you. Have a super weekend and we'll see you next Friday.